A Gay and a Non-Gay is a podcast from James Barr and Dan Hudson. They're like a lovely little couple, except they're not. Happy Valentine's Day. <laughs> oh, Dan. It will be 17th by the time this goes out. Yeah, I know that, but it doesn't matter, does it? It's still the season of love. Is it? Do you want to send a message to our producer, Talia, your girlfriend, in the podcast this week? Do you want to do anything no. like... Okay. <laughs> You're well, that's not for her benefit it. or for my benefit, is it? That's for the benefit of... That's for the benefit of me, yeah. <laughs> so. For the entertainment purposes. All right, well, I, I kind of agree, and I do understand that your privacy is, um, is to be respected, but how about I ask you some yes-no questions and you just say yes or no, and then that'll be it. If you want. Okay. Do you miss your girlfriend? Well, yeah. <gasps> oh. <laughs> you know what? Let's just leave it there, because that, was, that, that gave me a flutter. <laughs> Welcome to a gay and a non-gay. Yo, yo, yo. Welcome to a gay and a non-gay. I'm non-gay. I'm Dan Hudson. He's James Barr and he's gay. Right. Now, a lot of people are struggling in the pandemic at the minute. And because of that, Dan decided the other day to do something really good. And he donated some food to a food bank. So talk me through how (laughs) you ended up leaving the food bank with food (laughs) meant for other people. Well, no, it wasn't meant for other people. Well, was it not? I don't know. It's a food bank. This literally could only happen to Dan. I went to the food bank. (laughs) I've been there a few right. times, actually, but normally I just dump the shit and go. It's in a church, but I don't go in. I don't get involved. So you yeah. just dump what, like, food? what kind of food are you donating? Well, not caviar, but whatever. No one said, no one suggested that you'd be dropping off caviar. What? <laughs> like lentils and like rice right. and stuff like that. Beans, um, that kind of thing. I didn't have any beans, but yeah, that kind of thing. Sad times. I basically just leave it outside if it's not open, because I kind of figure if someone's going to steal it, then they probably need it anyway. So either way, it's... You know, it's going to someone that needs it. So anyway, I, rock, I rocked up. Firstly, I obviously rocked up at the time when the collecting people were there. As in, there's loads of people just standing outside. So I, then, so I had to say to some someone, are you dropping off or are you collecting? So I went in and then the woman's like, oh, thanks so much. Blah, blah, blah. So I turned around to go and then she's like, do you want some bread? What? And I say, no, 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 don't be silly. And I start walking out. But she calls after me saying, it's from Gales. Way! Now, if you don't know Gales, it's like a high-end... This is sourdough, isn't it? This is another <laughs> sourdough story. When she said Gales, I was like, oh, well, that's oh my God. good shit. Right, okay. So she's offered you sourdough. Yeah. But if only she knew that you were Dan Hudson from well, a I game. Did, I didn't know game. it was sourdough. But I had There's a pretty, no way she would have offered you sourdough. I had a pretty good inkling that it was going to be good quality bread. Okay. Well, what would you do? I'd have said no, because that's for people that need it. Well, that's what I said. That is what I said. Right, good. And she was. She pointed out the insane amount of bread on the table and was like, honestly, it's fine. And then I said, are you absolutely 100% sure <laughs> that I'm not taking this from someone who needs it? And she was like, 100% sure if you don't take it it's going to go to waste so I did how much sourdough did they have just one like a, a loaf no that's how much I took the... no how much was there I, I didn't know what was sourdough and what wasn't but there was t- there was tons of bread tons right. and tons of bread so you could look at it objectively and go okay there's no way they could give all of this away they said that to me no yeah. but you did you agree with yeah, them that well, there was I, I have no idea I have no idea how many people are coming or whatever I but s- you took the bread 
Yeah, I took the bread. Do you know what alarms me even more than you just taking food away from people that might need it? It's that you queue jumped <laughs> to do it yeah, because you were dropping off. So you went in there to drop off, bypassing an entire queue of people that needed this service and then took food before they had a chance to get it. That is awful. It isn't. You would have done the same thing. I don't think I would have done, actually. I think I would have felt too embarrassed to walk out of the food bank with food in my hand. If I'd done it, I'd have had to have hid the, the sourdough. They probably thought, me walking out of the sourdough, they probably thought, oh, well, hey, get in. It's going to be a good week here. Did you say anything to people as you strolled out with a big sourdough under your arm? It wasn't, it wasn't that big. It wasn't that big. I'd seen it <laughs> off by the end of the day, pretty much. <laughs> I'm completely unembarrassed about it because I had that conversation with them. Because it's been assured to me by the food bank person who must know what they're talking about and pointed right. out a ton of bread. I went back again. Oh, my God. And I did think, if I go back at the same time, will I get some sourdough? There wasn't any. Right, good. It's the queue jumping and now the fact that you've returned at the exact same time to sort of try your luck that that I have an issue with. (laughs) It's now a good time to mention our amazing listeners for donating to our Patreon. Thank you to Lee Sittler, who's our newest member. Also to Richard Churcher and Julian Daniel. Thank you for becoming a member of our Patreon. Yes, you can donate to gainongate.com slash donate. Become a patron and have all of our amazing benefits, including our now monthly Patreon meetups. The next one is happening at the end of February. Or alternatively, you could just donate some sourdough to the uh, Again and Gay Sourdough Fund. But don't take any unless you're sure. You know what? If you did actually donate Dan sourdough, he would love you for life. It's hard to make. It's messy. To yeah, make. I know. We've gone, th- we've so gone through this. By the way, you keep painting me. As some sort of like bread fiend. One of the only times I saw you last year was at a Black Lives Matter march. We were at a demonstration in Parliament Square and you had the biggest sourdough sandwich I've ever seen in my life. You just sat down, held a sit-in and ate a sourdough sandwich. (laughs) There's hundreds of people rallying around you and just sat there eating a sandwich by the statue of Winston Churchill. I mean, hilarious. Who eats a packed lunch at a Black Lives Matter march? I walked into Trafalgar Square so obviously I was going to be hungry when I got there <laughs> they'd be like who is this white guy eating a sandwich in the middle of our protest a gay and a non-gay so we normally record on a Sunday but we, we've had to record on a Saturday today because why James? well I need to spend Valentine's with my boyfriend I guess right okay yeah I Go do on. find that hilarious Just, why? you are right in what you what you say when you're like you know we're, we exist on the outskirts of society and the patriarchy and all that and all that stuff is true so I just find it funny when the biggest corporate patriarchal event rolls around you're like oh my god we must move everything to accommodate that I just think that's funny well, I'm glad you find that so funny. <laughs> I don't really have a comeback. I, I think you're right. It is patriarchal, but even more reason for gay people to take it, own it, make it their own. Do you know what? Honestly, if it wasn't for you and like people like you, I wouldn't barely would know it was happening. Look, I don't really love it. I think it, it actually offended me for over 30 years of my life being single. I found it really triggering. And I, and I think it's quite a horrendous day for for so many people. Not everyone is in a relationship. And the people that aren't are just as important and valid as people that are. And so it's quite offensive, really, when people slap all this Valentine shit in your face. I do agree with you on that. But also, I'm working really hard at the minute and James isn't. So I just felt like it was a nice day for us to have together. It's not like we're being super romantic. We bought a Switch. We've got a Nintendo Switch. That's what we've done together. (laughs) So we're just going to play Mario Kart. 
all day. It's not like, it's not like we're having like a candlelit dinner or going like fully romantic, but it's just nice to be like, okay, let's just spend today together. But you do, I mean, you do have a point. Thanks. And thank you. Happy Valentine's Day also <laughs> to you. Are you just jealous? Did you want to spend Valentine's Day with me? Is that what you wanted? Did you want to get that? Is that a thing? Yeah. Yeah, of uh, course it is. If you're single, you have a Valentine's Day. You have a Valentine's Day. Fuck Valentine's Day. I find that so weird, bizarre. Because I just think, unlike Christmas, which you can't really avoid, even if you try, you can quite easily avoid Valentine's Day. You know what? If Elsa and Anna have taught us anything, Frozen, if you've not seen it, Dan, um, if they taught us anything, you know, love is not about boys. Love is not about finding the one love is about love love is love it's about your friends it's about your family it's about your wider network it's about you and me so that's what valentine should be for it shouldn't just be for couples it should be for friendships it should be a moment to just stop reflect and go oh i'm so lucky i've got this person in my life and actually that's what i found in valentine's as a single person i found it to be a moment where i could be thankful for the amazing friends that i'd found but you're not doing that, though, are you? But tomorrow, no, okay, fine, whatever. Happy so. Valentine's Day anyway, Dan. Right, it's time now on the podcast, we haven't done this in ages, to do the admin. Do, do, do. Come on and do the admin. Do, do, do. It's admin time for sure. Wow. Okay, right, we've had a message from Anonymous. They've recently realised they identify as bisexual and they've told their husband and he's been amazing. Now, they've been together for a few years, so nothing's actually really changed other than Anonymous realising who they are. But they're terrified to tell their friends and family and they don't know if they should because is it information they need to know seeing as they're in a happy and settled hetero relationship anyway? Dan, what are your thoughts? I wouldn't bother, personally, but... Well, I mean, you're not bisexual, but I still... Well, you don't know that I'm not, but... (laughs) Wait, sorry, are you? Well, maybe. I think I've got a pretty good idea. We both took a Kinsey's test and you were (laughs) fully straight. Presently, but, you know, sexuality is fluid, so never say never. Anyway, that was do the admin. (laughs) It is interesting because they're in a relationship that they're happy with. And I guess, in a way, they pass as straight. They pass as heterosexual because they're married to a man. So the world wouldn't even notice. And you'd have none of that shame that the world likes to put on gay or bisexual people in gay relationships. And so the whole thing is quite confusing. And I don't really know what I would do either. And I do see your point, Dan. But then also, having not been out when I was younger, it does feel like you're hiding a lot of who you are because you're not free to be yourself you're shutting down quite a big part of who you are and that can be quite toxic long term that can be that can be incredibly difficult like staying in the closet you'd run out of air i'm a lot happier as a person because i'm out and because i'm able to be who i am without worrying about that and if you aren't out i can see why that's completely terrifying so ellis has been in touch and he says they don't need to know because she's not leaving her husband because of it. So, so why does it matter? I, I, do, I mean, it's not for me to tell people what to do. I sort of do think, like, what business is it of anybody else's? Well, this is interesting from, from Sarah. And Sarah says, you're not alone. There's loads of women in the same situation who come out as bi or gay later in life. And I think what comes up for me is how does keeping this yourself or hiding part of you make you feel? And that's exactly what I'm saying. 
I think it, it can be quite exhausting to hide a part of who you are. Yeah. Especially if people around you start making homophobic comments as jokes or watch a TV show and say something disrespectful towards an LGBTQ plus person as a bit of banter like straight people do. I mean, I'm not throwing that at you. That does happen, doesn't it? Yeah. We're an easy punchline. So I think coming out is probably quite important in respect of that, like telling people around you that that's not okay because suddenly they realize they know a bisexual person. Plus, I really feel that coming out is important because it shows people that live next door to you or people in your circle that being gay is a normal part of society. It should be treated as such. You're not afraid of something if you can see it. Obviously, like, families are complicated. I mean, we know when we had Jamie Windust on uh, and they were saying that they've had quite a big falling out with their family, basically mm. because they are who they are. Yeah. So there's there's so many of these, like, dynamics. So in your in, situation, if you were in that exact situation, would you just not bother because you'd think it would be too much admin to deal with? I just couldn't be asked, and it's got nothing to do with anyone else but me, has it? It's interesting when someone high profile comes out as trans, there's always comments like, is their partner now going to leave them? Do you know what I mean? Which I always think is interesting. Right. Isn't that well, just the media dishing out nonsense? It's not really, because that does happen, doesn't it? Yeah, but people could leave you for anything. And if they leave you because, yeah. they, because you're trans, then they're, they're not the right person for you because they didn't love you. You've always been trans. Just because you've now come out as trans or bisexual or gay or whatever, like you've always been that person. It's just that you weren't comfortable now that you are comfortable with who you are and your partner isn't, fuck your partner. Well, yeah, but so f- f- if that's true then, so let's suppose that your boyfriend James comes out of trans, comes out right. of trans. Based on what you've just said, you'd have to stay together. No, I would absolutely... <sighs> this is complicated. Uh, no, I guess if in that scenario... Well, that's kind of my point though. It is, com- it is complicated, isn't it? In that scenario, I think I would love James... And I would be there for her, for her life. I would be her. I would be with her for life, but I would not be her romantic partner because I'm still gay. I can't change my yeah. sexuality just as much as she couldn't change her gender if she felt as though she was meant to be a woman. I mean, I'm literally talking about my boyfriend <laughs> as a she right now. I'm so confused. But if James came out as trans and was actually a woman, then I would still love her but our relationship would not work. But that is sort of a contradiction of what you just said. Yeah, I, you know what? Yeah, I did co- I did contradict myself. You're right, I did. But all I, my, my point is, because that But that I didn't does... mean fuck your partner, like fuck them, they're an arsehole. I just meant, doesn't matter. Like you're who you are now, yeah, and yeah, that's yeah. more important. And then sometimes in the case of Amanda Jete Knox, who we had on the podcast last year, right. turns out she was a lesbian anyway. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I really think that Heidi has the best answer for this you don't owe anyone an explanation or information it's yours to share with who and when you feel comfortable now i shout it from the rooftops because i feel representation is important as a bisexual person but i came out to friends in high school long before i came out to my family trust your instincts and share where you feel safe or where you feel it is important to make the fact known sexual identification is an odd duck love that Whether you're out or not, you still are. 
So if it's important for someone to know in order for you to feel true to yourself and to them, then share. And if it doesn't feel right, then don't. I'd, I'd agree with that. That is do the admin. <laughs> <laughs> it's admin time for sure if you need any admin sorting out get in touch with us we're at gain on gay or you can email us at gainongay.com bombing our pod tell your friends on your socials tagging at gain on gay and donate at gainongay.com slash donate ah, mm, the first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on that's nice at caskers.com we make this experience easy Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at caskers.com.